Okay, say it. I'm Jackie. I'm Rebecca. We're friends. And colleagues. We spend the holidays together. You're kind of like my boss and my friend and my sister and also my creative partner. And we have a podcast together. Oh, what's that about? A couple of amateurs try to explain things they're curious about, like NFTs, IVFs, and D&Ds. But we're going to invite experts to explain how things like D&Ds actually work, right? No. I mean, yeah, obviously. And then when we're done, we can say the catchphrase? No, we don't need a catchphrase. Jackie, we have to have a catchphrase. That's why we got into the pod game. No, I got into the pod game so I could be an expert. That's the catchphrase. (laughs) (laughs) We're We're experts experts now. Hi, everybody. We're here. It's your favorite idea explorers. Topic adventurers, skeptical uh, ponderers. I'm your co-host, Rebecca. I'm Jackie, and welcome to another week of We're Experts Now. Very nice handoff. Loved that. Here we are again. For the rest of you, Bex and I are coming off a summer vacation. We're just getting back into recording new episodes in real time while you are listening to this episode. Um, We've just come back rested and we're jumping into the fall. Exciting. That's right. Wow. I feel so much different than uh, last episode. This is incredible. Wow. Right? Don't you feel rested? What a transformation. (laughs) Yes. Well, nonetheless, still out there making amateur moves like I I did this week. Oh, what'd you do? I am... Parenting a small cat, and she had some street life. You know, she lived on the streets for a year, the mean streets of Los Angeles before the shelter, before she was sheltered in for a year. So now that I own her, oh gosh, I just revealed that I don't, that I think I own her instead of she's wow. my child. I know. Wow. She's my, pro- she's my property. She's my accessory. She's like a, wow. a nice handbag. You know, she matches my coat. She, she's just like, she, I think she misses the outdoors. And I, yeah. so I'm trying to make her an outdoor cat. Get her, get her a leash, get her a harness. You got to get flea meds. But it's like, I never, it's like, I just, I never know what I'm doing or how I'm supposed to know to have known how to do it. So I try to get the flea medication. The box isn't even on the, sh- it's not even the real product on the shelf. It's just a box. And then you have to go to the counter and then yeah. you go to the counter and they're like, well, how much precisely does your cat weigh? And I'm like, I don't know. She's about the, you know, size of a sack of potatoes. You tell me, you know, I don't know. And then they're like, well, five this is- pound or 20 pound Bex. <laughs> I was like, she's full grown. She's, she's, you know, she's not big, but she's not a kitten. She's fully, she's here. She's arrived. And she's like, well, you, this stuff is poison. And if you put it on too small a cat and they eat it, they'll die. I would know I killed a kitten this way. And I was like, I don't think you were supposed to say that out loud. I think that's an inside thought. And they work at an animal store? Yeah, I know. So I went home. I had to weigh myself, which is already, you know, trauma enough. And then I had to use that to subtract and find out that, you know, my cat is my goal weight. So <laughs> she's 9.8 pounds. She's stunning. Gorgeous. You too? I can see. Oh my God, we share the same one. Jesus, society has screwed us up so badly. Okay, so that was step one. Step two, then I'm like, okay, that was, you know, I want to, there's a lot of fleas here in Los Angeles. I don't want to get them in my home. I don't want to get them on her. Okay, good. Now she could go outside. Now we got to get the harness. So I'm thinking, okay, I know how much she weighs. I'll just, I look at the packages, see what the weight is. So I got the one that looked like it would fit a cat of her size. Large. Wrong. No. I did not told you. fit. Why did you not call me? Why did you not call me? I would have told you very, you have what is classified as fine boy, and that is a little kitty. A fine boy? You're well, a fine boy. She's little, yeah. Like, Odin is a fine boy. Jupiter is a chonk. 
So a ch- Jupiter would get a large because he's a chonk. Let's insert the graphic here of uh, uh-huh. fine boy uh-huh. chonk. <laughs> I will. I'll do this later. I saw I saw an Instagram reel on it, so I have a really good uh, idea now. Okay. And oh, oh, Lord, he coming? Is that the top? Oh, Lord, he coming? That's yes, you're right. You got it. <laughs> well, yeah, I got a fine boy and there was like a fistful of room in the harness. And I was like, she's easily going to wriggle right out of this. So, which that one I didn't even have a receipt for anymore. So I'm just going to donate it, I guess. This is what I get for being an amateur. I went back to the store, got the small. I said, surely she's small. That's what I've learned from this scenario. I bring it back. No. And then you have to, and then I had to double check to measure her with a tape measure. That's is just she an as- extra small? She's a medium. She's a meat. Okay, see, I would have said small. I would have guessed too. Well, that's why I got it because you said she was. You were like, she's got to be a small, and I was mm-hmm. like, she must be a small. But I guess she's deceptively a medium. But it's like it's also traumatic for the cat. You know, she's not leash trained. She doesn't like it. She hated the flea medication. She's like trying to lick at her back and get it off, and it's poison. So every time she licks it, she's like twitching and like meowing. And I'm like, just relax. She hates me. You know. Finally, we 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 got back together where we've cooled we've cooled it out, and uh, t- I think I've got the medium tomorrow we're gonna try it so next episode we'll see if i have an update okay i love this for us i will waiting on pins and needles on what is happening to poor little litty kitty will she get to go back outside and live cat life extreme tbd tbd Well, with this week, we decided to do again another shorter week coming off that little vacay for us but we did want to give a little update on how I have been doing. Last part after the surgery, I was one week out, which I love like my ambition there. Yeah, fresh. (laughs) Freshly tenderized brain meat. I forgot that I called it brain meat. (laughs) First off, I have to make a correction, which is that there are multiple times where I call it IHH. It's actually (laughs) IIH. I was going to say something, but I thought, you know, you just had a, you're a, you're addled. So I wasn't going to say anything. Well, I'm going to like, I'm going to use the out that I did have brain surgery. So, you know, yeah, it wasn't working right. Maybe that's, that's my out there. But first off, I think before we jump into where I am now, there is one piece I never really discussed very much. And I think it was because it was all too fresh to me at that time. And like the emotions were so heightened. But I, I noticed that and I noticed that I gloss over about actually like receiving the initial diagnosis and what that was like and the emotional, you know, Olympics that I went through after that. Um, like the first diagnosis, I remember I went into work and when I did go home later, I, you know, started having panic attacks again and I did have a lot of fear. Um, and I think. You know, when I found out about having the surgery, I remember sitting in my car calling my sister-in-law, just like sobbing, thinking that this is like totally incomprehensible that I'm going to have to do this. And then I spent about two weeks not getting out of bed. Um, I worked from bed. I sometimes answered friends' phone calls and I went through a massive depression. And I just noticed that so much of what I was talking about in the first episode was really about empowerment and like how you stay strong and all that. And I stand by that. I just also wanted to note that there's also a lot of trauma and it's okay to lay in bed. And I did not get those diagnoses and stand up that day and be like, I am fine. Like everything is great. Like I struggled. I had panic attacks. I needed people to give me advice. I didn't want to get out of bed some days. I didn't want to eat. I didn't want to do anything some days. So I think 
as much as I stand by the empowering comments I made in the first episode, I do want to highlight that there was definitely some points of... That was my alarm to wake up because we, I was trying to take a nap earlier, but. <laughs> Perfect timing. I mean, and that's a, that's really great that you, thank you for sharing that with people and letting, letting people see that there is space for that vulnerability. And in fact, that's a really vital part of healing is, is letting it truly run its course and feel your feelings. And otherwise you get stuck in that and you, your emotional health is as much a part of the healing journey too. And I do believe and like staying strong and believing in empowerment and looking for the bright side. I really do believe in that. But there are a lot of days where that is not feasible, where you are giving every little piece that you have. And that's got to be good enough. I remember when I was kind of starting to go through this and I've mentioned, I've joked about this a bunch in the episodes. Like I've spent a lot of money. Like that's definitely been like a coping mechanism And I was really guilting myself at one point. And my therapist was like, are you spending money or are you taking care of yourself? Because it sounds Mm -hmm. like you're trying to grasp onto something and like feel okay. And that's the only way that you know how to do it right now. And I think there is a lot to that. So I just wanted to share that piece because I think that was like kind of missing. And I'm all like, yeah, everything's great. Be optimistic. I'm like also on the other side of surgery being able to say that. Like there was points where I... Didn't get out of bed. So I wanted to note that and then um, talk about how I'm doing. And I will share a video where you can see the tests. Um, I'm going to remove the audio because I did not ask my doctor permission (laughs) to use his audio. Two-party consent state. Two-party consent state. I did have his consent to record, but I, I didn't ask to put it in, you know, in a podcast, right? I was recording it for my own use. So I will show... Where he's clicking. But they're very cool. Yeah, yeah. I asked someone, I've already seen them, and I it helps me understand so much, like what the actual, you know, just what was the circumstances, and it is visible. It's clear, even to a lay person. Yeah, it, and it just was wild to me. So, you know, I felt better after the surgery. Last time we talked, I was still, like, a little uncomfortable, a little sore, and then that was about a week out from surgery, about a month out from surgery, so about two weeks ago. I went in and I had my eyes checked. And so what they were checking to see is if the pressure that was being pushed onto my eyes was relieved by placing the stent. And um, this video that I'll show, it shows like the start in 2020, how my eyes keep getting worse and worse. And you can see the, um, you can see the (laughs) swelling get worse. And then it just drops when you get to post-surgery and where my eyes are now. And so I... Speaking of emotional, I spent two days crying, trying to like accept that that was true and that's like that that it's over and it's done. And (laughs) yeah, so I'm living life and I will do it. We won't do a whole other episode when we get to um, the six month. I'll still do an MRI at six months and make sure everything's placed right. It's where it's supposed to be. But uh, we'll just do a quick little update in an episode. But yeah, I'm all set and I feel better. And, you know, I... Even there's some days that I even forget that it's in there. It's in there now. It's part of it. It does. And it doesn't like, it doesn't freak me out like <laughs> I would. I will say I still have like a little bit of like memory. I'm still forgetful. Um, that might be from either the, the surgery still or the medication, but it gets better all the time. And it's like kind of just wild that that all happened. And here I am. And yeah, science, medicine. Yeah. It's uh, uh, how we 
it's just so I don't know. It's like a it's a, it's that's near miraculous to me. Like even just how much science can do. It's yeah. that we've come this far and all through trial and error. Right. So. Well, I'm glad I wasn't the trial. Um, but yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I, I you know we wanted to let you know that we're doing good and, and that we're moving on with our lives. We're accomplishing many many more great things. Wow, you're my hero of the week. Oh, thanks, next guys. episode. Someone new, so don't get used to uh, it. It's going to be our new hero of the week. We'll just have a new, that's what we'll call our guests from now on. They're our heroes. Our heroes. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, I don't want to be an expert on this topic anymore. I want to move on with my life. What do you say, Bex? Shall we not be experts? Yeah, let's leave this one in the rear view. Onward and upward. That was great. And that was the show. Thank you for listening. And we hope you stay curious. If you have any questions or comments, or if you have ideas for something you want us to investigate, a topic you're interested in, send us an email at we'reexpertspod at gmail.com. That's W-E-R-E-E-X-P-E-R-T-S-P-O-D at gmail.com. Wow. The people should know about this. The people can find us on Instagram at expertspod. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe and comment. And don't forget to leave a five-star tip. Are you a podcast expert? I think we both are. I think we're, we're experts, experts now. now. This has been a Just Being Better Media production.